Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Hey, well, good morning, hello, and uh, welcome to the Micropod. This is Rich speaking, and I'm so glad that you joined us for today. This week has is, is started off really well. We're, we're focusing on worship this week. Uh, so we've called it sort of on the Micropod the Worship Week. Um, not that you should... Uh, you know, restrict your worship just to this week or or these moments. Please be worshiping all the time. Hey, but on today's, uh, you know, with today's focus on worship, I've invited Adam Dodson to come on and chat to me about the topic of worship. Uh, Adam is uh, well. Adam, hi. Hello, Rich. Welcome. Hey, I, I just want to talk about you before I talk, you know, to you too much. But Adam, for those of you who don't know him, in your in our team, you'll know him because he's an awesome part of our key part of our uh, creative team here at the Hills Campus. Um, but he is also one of our lecturers at our Hillsong College, and he lectures in worship studies. No, he worship music, and you're studying. He's studying uh, worship studies. He's doing his masters in that um, at the moment as well. So he's well in the mindset. And the in, in, you know in the framework of thinking about worship and what it is and and what it means and so he's a really good one to talk to. So Adam, thanks so much for joining us. It's pretty great that you're here and you can make time for us. Thank you for having me. It's definitely a privilege. Yeah. So thank you. It's great. Um, uh, we talked lots about how you listen to the the podcast and also possibly some of your students will be listening today. Uh, so if you want to give them a shout out at some point, you can do that. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> My classes and students are big fans of the Hillsong Creative <laughs> Podcast. We have been for many years. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> it's encouraging. Hi, guys. Old college, college guys. Hey, so when it comes to worship, I, we should jump straight in. Um, I think there's maybe... Maybe sometimes when we say, oh, let's go and worship, sometimes we say, well, that we, what we're thinking by that is we, we want to sing. Um, and obviously singing is a key part to our Christian worship, but it's not necessarily the only or the best definition of worship. Is that right? That's accurate. And <laughs> the, more, the more I find myself in the study of worship, it's really asking the question, well, what is worship? Mm. And it's exactly like you said in the church. It's very easy to say uh, we're going to worship now, and, and we all know what we mean. Mm. We're going to uh, we're going into the church. We're going to sing. We're going to play songs. We're going to mm. hear a message. We're going to bring an offering. And and in our language, we've absolutely um, defined that as worship, and that's not incorrect. Uh, but when you look at worship, biblically, historically, theologically. And the more I'm, I'm reading and learning, I'm learning that there's so much more to learn. And how to answer that question is, is quite, um, it's more than we can do in 10 minutes. Singing is absolutely an action of worship, but uh, worship is far more broad than just singing and music. Mm. And, it, and I guess historically the word worship, it comes from uh, a broader sense of maybe service rather than just um, singing, right? It does. One of the many words um, where we get the English word worship comes from a term. There are, there are a few, but one that actually means to serve. And it, it doesn't mean to sing. It actually means to serve. And, of course, right through Scripture, 
uh, service to God has looked very different. Old Testament, you know, the sacrificial system, and, and many of you who have studied that would be aware of the requirements of the Old Testament. But service, as you move through the New Testament, you realize that service has as much to do with the way we serve and relate to others. Mm. Um, that, that's far beyond what we do in the church building, right. which is really encouraging in this season. Yeah, you shared in our green zoom just the other the other day uh, about that kind of concept because obviously um, all around the world there's people who are listening to the micropod who normally serve in a in a worship and creative teams, and their service is related to Sundays. They they um, you know in our team we have Thursday nights with team night we do that and we rehearse and that would be part of our service. But then really game day is Sunday and and those days for many of our team mean they're they're actually not able to serve. So do you want to maybe just, I'd love it if you would share a little bit of what you shared um, to our team uh, for, you know, for our, our Hills team um, for the wider podcast audience. Right. It's a great observation. Worship teams, if you think about it, they're doing what they've never done before. You know, many, mm-hmm. many churches have gone online and they've never done that before. So our team uh, are leading us through screens. Teams have never done that before. But you think about the other side of the same coin. Our congregations have mostly never worshipped through a screen before either. (laughs) So we're all learning how to do this. It's not just from uh, one side of the screen but the other. So, Mm. you know, but but we would all agree it's just not the same, hey? Mm -hmm. We we love the house of God. We, Mm. We long we long for the house of God. And that's really good. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in worship studies, what I'm learning is it's really about having an informed worship practice. So really answering the why behind the what. Mm. Uh, and in our, our team, one of our catchphrases is, are you serving this weekend? Right. You know, or, mm. hey, did you serve last weekend? Yeah. And we know that to mean, did you play? Did you sing? mix, engineer, take photos, post, mm. and all the rest. And, you know, it's a fundamental on our team to serve the Lord with gladness from Psalm 100. That's, um, it's fundamental in our culture. So we, we understand serving. But the reality is in this season, like you've mentioned, really only a few of our staff are doing the serving, mm. per se, whilst the rest of us watch from home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it kind of brought the question I asked our, our team recently is, how do I serve when I'm not serving? Yeah. And does that mean I'm not worshiping? And that's challenging for me. You know, what mm. do I do now when, my, when I'm not doing my thing? You know, mm. my thing that I, that I, I do well and I enjoy yeah. doing, and that's, mm. that's good. Uh, but the good news, like you said, is one of the historical terms is the Greek word liturgia, where, where from we get the English word liturgy, which in many traditions is still used. And we use that to refer to our gathering, our Mm. singing, our prayers, our offering, our sermons, and uh, our corporate meeting together. Uh, You know, service, call times, rehearsals, all the things that we're very good at, building sets, filming, Mm. writing songs. Yeah. Uh, But service also means to honor and to obey God. Mm. to be devoted uh, to obey. And, and then in the New Testament, as you go on, service means to meet the needs of other people. Mm. And, you know, the meaning 
originated with the rituals that we read about in the Old Testament. But the good news is, in the New Testament, Jesus Christ changed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, we, we know our theology around that. You know, Jesus Christ, he is the centerpiece of mm. our worship. And Romans 12, one popular scripture we've read from the message, I really love the wording, where Paul reimagined the concept of service that mm. was originated in the ritualistic acts, you know, by the priest and the Levites in the temple. Mm. And the message, he changes our worship theology, and he says, take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. So he begins to change and help us to see that our worship and service is now more broad than what happens in the temple, the synagogue, the tabernacle, or in our case, the convention center or the epicenter. (laughs) And the further you read, you know, Hebrews is a beautiful book because it, it, it's, it's the book that centers our worship on Christ. Hmm. And he is our ultimate high priest. Go read that. That's your homework. Uh, but hmm. in the message, Hebrews 13 revisits this concept. And it really challenges me in this season. Uh, Hebrews 13, 15, and, and 16 say, Pour out sacrificial praises to God in Jesus' name. Work for the common good. Share what you have with others. God takes particular pleasure in acts of worship, mm. a different kind of sacrifice that takes place in kitchens and workplaces and on the streets. And you know, that that's challenging and encouraging that our worship goes far beyond what we do in our music and singing, although those mm. are appropriate responses of worship. Mm. You know, one of the f- fundamentals in worship studies is worship is revelation and response. Mm. That maybe a, an entirely different episode, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, revelation and response, our worship, our singing, our, our obedience, our hearing and doing the word, our fellowship, our participating in communion, and all mm. the things mm. are a response of the revelation of God. Mm. So back to the New Testament, we're in uh, this, this new way. Jesus Christ instituted a new way. So our worship mm. now extends into our homes. And mm. quite realistically, <laughs> yeah. literally around In this tables, time, yeah. In this time, right. Mm. And, you know, it, my challenge to myself has been, could it be that the way I gather my family around the telly, and could it be that the way we get bread and wine at, at our physical table in our kitchen and share communion, you know, a few weeks recently, Pastor Bobby led us, beautifully in communion and her and pastor brian sat at a table and led us in our homes sitting at our tables and Mm. that's profound Mm. you know the before there was music and singing and auditoriums and set designs there were early christians who worshipped around tables and homes Mm. and what i love about this season is it's bringing back some of these really basic fundamentals Mm. and you know my challenge has been could it be that the way we gather in our homes, could it be the way that we tune in, the way that we are intentional uh, at home in our service to connecting, but also connecting with others and serving others, could be as worshipful as turning up prepared to call times with all the right sounds, all mm. the right parts, and right. all the right... <laughs> yeah, right. So, you know, exploring this concept, I turn to a few good commentaries as every student should 
And uh, one of the commentaries said about the Romans 12:1 passage, where uh, Paul says, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, for this is your true and proper worship. Mm. And uh, one of the commentaries said, worship that is reasonable involves more than cultic ritual or emotional awe. True worship occurs not only when the church is gathered, but also when it's scattered as salt and light in the world. It is not primarily a religious activity, but a response of the whole person to God's mercy. Hmm. I love that so much. I feel like in this season, that's exactly what many of us need to be hearing because we're not uh, able to serve in that normal way. We're not able to gather and and, uh, offer um, our our gifts and talents in that normal way. And, and maybe, just maybe, God is encouraging us to, to go, hold up, yes, that's been service, but this, this everyday, uh, ordinary life, this getting up and leading your family and opening the word and declaring God's praises and encouraging your neighbor, literal neighbor, um, maybe just maybe he's saying, that's worship too. That's what I'm looking for your whole life. And, and I think maybe then out of that place of if we had that revelation, then maybe our song and our, our, you know, the musical expression of our worship, maybe that becomes even more powerful than it, than it might have been just when we, when we don't realize that, um, that it's all worship and it all can give glory to God. Um, yeah. And in our anticipation of being mm. one day closer to gathering yeah. again. Of course, yeah. Think of the, you know, I get excited about, imagine the sound when we do gather again. Imagine the faith in the room. Imagine the passion. Imagine the sound of praise. And I miss it. You know, it's I'm I'm a worshiper. Mm -hmm. I've always been a worshiper. I've been a worshiper and a musician in the house of God since I was twelve. And Mm -hmm. I I miss the gathering. And in this season, I'm learning that um, maybe our most authentic worship is not only a blessing to God in public, but also the way that we live our lives around those closest to us in our everyday. Mm, yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Adam, thanks so much for sharing with us. I feel like we could, you and me, we could talk about this all day. And I know that the podcast listeners would, would actually appreciate that. So we need to get you back and talk about the other things uh, and continue on. But for now, uh, thank you for sharing around worship. Thanks for encouraging us in our everyday. And, um, and I pray, guys listening, that that today you will have a real sense of God's presence in your everyday and that even now you will um, you'll be able to offer it to him as worship. Hey, Adam, would you mind just maybe closing in prayer for us, just praying for our listeners, praying for today? I would love to. Thank you. Father God, thank you for um, the church. Thank you that the church is strong in this season. Thank you for mm. the rich heritage and history that we have mm. of worshipers and of writers and leaders and, and, and people passionate about the house of God. Mm. And we thank you, Father, that the, the work of Christ on the cross has not changed because of this season. We thank mm. you, Father, that Jesus Christ is still the center of our worship. Mm. And Father, just uh, we pray that you... Give us new revelation, greater insight Mm. of what it means to truly worship you in our everyday, ordinary living. And as we gather um, and, excuse me, anticipate 
the gathering as the church mm. gathers again, and we are one day closer. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Amen. Hey, well, thanks for joining us on the Micropod today. Thanks, Adam, for joining us as well. It's been really great. Hey, uh, we're going to put some book recommendations into the show notes and also on our hillsong.creative Instagram. So if you wanted to head over there and uh, see some books that Adam recommends we could, um, you know, for further reading and further diving into the subject of worship and what it is and how we can apply that to our lives, uh, then head over to Instagram or down in the show notes. We love you guys. Thanks for joining us again today and we will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye.